Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. Talking about supernatural, my next guest, when he speaks, people that are, you know, cutters, they cut themselves and they have scars, the scars disappear. Sickness disappears. Uh, that's normal. Normal is defined by the Bible, that is. But he just had a word from God about the future of America. And you are going to be shocked on what he's going to tell you. I'll be right back. You know, I was talking to Pat Satzlein before we came on the air, and he told me a story about uh, a 16-year-old girl that was a cutter. I don't know if you know what cutters mm -hmm. are, but they, uh, they, they feel so bad about themselves. They right. cut themselves, and they have these horrible scars. So she was in the audience when you were speaking. What happened? Well, I'll never forget. It was last year. We were speaking. Sid, we were at this massive event in Indianapolis, and there was several thousand. And all of a sudden, the Spirit of the Lord said to me, go back to the very back of the outside the big auditorium, the RCA Dome area there in Indianapolis. And all of a sudden, I'm standing back there with my team that travels with me, and we've just seen an outpouring of God, thousands running to the altar. And all of a sudden, I get back there, and I'm just standing back there, and this beautiful 16-year-old blonde-headed girl comes running up to me, and she's giggly and dancing. And, and, uh, and all of a sudden, she looks at me, and she says, I have to talk to you. I have to talk to you. And I said, okay. And she goes, um, I, I, was, I was raped by my dad. I was raped by my stepdad. And I always say scars on earth are testimonies in heaven. And God is taking everything this generation has been through and using it as their moment to overcome. It is their testimony of power. She said, I was raped by my dad. I was raped by my stepdad. And I was, I was raped by my boyfriend. And I'm standing there looking at her. This is a wide, wide open, uh, massive complex with thousands of people around. And she said, but while you were preaching today, she said, the Lord said to me, pull back your sleeves. And she's a cutter. And, you know, the Bible talks about in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18, don't be unequally yoked. But then it talks about what does the Messiah have in communion with Belial? And Belial means chief demon, but his name means lawlessness or worthlessness. And there's a worthless spirit on this generation. They've been through so much. And she pulls her sleeves back and all of her scars, she's weeping. She shows me pictures from her, her former arms. All her scars were gone. And this has been happening to us for four years hundreds coming to us in the middle of here in Charlotte uh, back in January two young ladies came running up all the scars disappeared and the Lord told me 
I asked God, I said, God, I don't understand why this is happening in our services. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, because when my love enters in, I not only heal the inside, when I break that orphan spirit, but I also heal the outside. And it is a miraculous thing. Had it happened all summer this summer in Mississippi, other places. You know, you know I, w I went to the store the other day and the, the young girl, the clerk, uh, because of you, I wouldn't understand this. I, I see these cuts yeah, on her arm. It's a silent screen. And I said to her, you're a cutter, aren't you? And I'll tell you, it was the saddest thing. She, her head goes down like this and she says, yes. It's a sad, sad thing. Do you know what I tell them? The minute I see that, I grab their hand and I say, you do realize that I know somebody that was already cut for you. Wow. Somebody that already took your stripes for you. And at that moment, I, I tell them, that there's a moment where the Spirit of the Lord begins to get up on to, uh, all over them. This generation, it's a silent scream. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I, I'm, I'm feeling tears. There are people that are watching us mm. right now yeah. that are cutters or worse. Yeah. And I believe that you have to talk to them for one moment right now. The Spirit of the Lord is all over you and He's next to you right now, wherever you're at. And you feel His presence and He is wrapping His arms around you and He is restoring you right now and He's breaking off that lying spirit of self-hatred and He is going to fix you. You are God's unqualified remnant that He is raising up. Your testimony will be used by God. So wherever you're at, if you're watching this right now, if you're in another country, if you're on an island, if you're in a, a hamlet or village, the Spirit of the Lord is going to come on you right now. You feel that? And His presence is going to begin to break that worthlessness off you. You because His Spirit is roaring over you that you are God's child, and we speak healing over you in Jesus' name. Pat, you told me, I mean, it was almost unbelievable what is going on in your life this year uh, in meetings that is unprecedented. What's happening? We've probably seen a little over, real numbers, a little over 30,000 come to Christ since January 1 in the launching of our, our remnant crusades and all of that said, we're seeing people in the middle of services get up and come running to the altar, weeping. We recently just saw, I was sharing about the sovereignty of God, ah, sovereign Lord, a word He gave me for America. And it means a holy cry to say that God is Elohim, I am, He is Yahweh, He is Lord of America, because God's coming back to America. He's going to pour His Spirit out. He's not done with His nation. And, but we've even seen it recently in services as much as people that struggle with sexual identity. One particular service, seven uh, people that were battling intensely uh, with sexual identity and the lies of this culture and all the stuff. You know, truth is a new hate speech, and, but the enemy of truth is silence. And we must stand up and declare God's holy word. In the middle of the services, three, min three minutes in, they actually came to protest the service. There was hundreds there. And within three minutes, one by one, they stand up and come running to the service, radically free. Only the anointing, not somebody's books. And I love, uh, you know, as an author, I love books. Not even preaching. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke. And if we don't allow the anointing to step back into our services, we're going to be keep, we're going to keep sanctifying demons. But there comes a moment where the power of God sets people free. Uh, you know, another thing you and I discussed before we went on the air. When I became a believer, it was in the early 70s, Pat, the charismatic movement. Everyone was speaking in tongues. I have to tell you, mm. as an unsaved Jewish man, yes. I went into a prayer meeting one day and they were speaking in tongues and everyone says, oh, don't do it in front of a non-believer. Uh, you know, <laughs> don't you? I have to tell you, Pat, it was so exciting. 
you mean to me, tell me you're speaking a language you've never been taught? Can I do that? That was the coolest thing I ever heard. Why has tongues been demoted to the back room or demoted out of the church when it's Paul himself said, I speak in tongues more than any man. And Paul was Southern. He says, I wish you all did. (laughs) (laughs) He's from Alabama. (laughs) He wasn't Baptist. He was Southern. He's Southern. (laughs) If he was like me, he's a redneck. I think Elijah was a redneck. He wrote a tornado anyway. And so, I mean, God uses the nobodies. I want to add to what you Are many people being baptized in the Holy Spirit in tongues, young people, when you speak? You know what's amazing to me is when we walk into services, we've had it happen recently where we're in one room having a massive service and they come running in and all of the children in the nursery and the children's department suddenly start speaking in other tongues. The Bible says in Romans 8 that he makes intercession. The problem with us in this generation is we're afraid of which is actually the love language of God. We're afraid of it. But the devil's not seeker sensitive. And this generation needs to be endued with power. So we don't make it weird. What is going to happen? What is going to happen to this generation if we hold back on the supernatural of God? We've gotten so good at having Father, Son, and Holy Scripture, we've kicked out the Holy Spirit. One-third of the Trinity is 33.337 to the infinity. You remove that from, you remove the Holy Spirit from the Trinity, and you're left with the number of man, 666. And what people don't understand is when you water the blood down, you give the Holy Spirit a pink slip. This generation wants the endowment with power. We can stand up in the middle of an altar, uh, middle of a service. They come running to get saved. And I'll say, now here's the next level. You ready? Because he makes intercession, Romans 8, through our prayer life. You ready to get a language between you and God? I've never seen anyone in our services, tens of thousands, raise raise your hand like they don't want it. And instantly we say, if you're ready, raise your hands. He'll fill you now. The problem is so often in mainstream, we wait till they're saved six months and they've hung around with a bunch of skeptics and they don't believe anymore. This generation is hungry for the empowerment. You know why? Because we send them home from our services to hell. We send them into horrible places. And if they can't pray in the spirit when the fighting's going on in the other side of the room or when the drinking or the drugs or the porn or whatever, if you can't teach them to pray in the spirit, all we're telling them is simple. You must let God encounter you. It's real. What we, we thought was weird when we were growing up, this generation thinks it's cool. So don't you dare. Leaders, I'm telling you, don't you stop this generation from having an encounter with the supernatural love language of God, a prayer language. Let them get filled with the Holy Ghost. Watch what happens to be a witness. Oh, Pat, I have a grave concern for our college students. Mm. If they have not had an encounter with God, if they have, of their own, not their parents, if they have not moved in the supernatural and they go to college, there's very few that are going to come out having their faith. That's right. Well, you know, you have to understand secular Christians have never been able to withstand the lies of the culture. And culture is redefining this generation with words, experiences, and culture. And they're telling them, you know, the spirit of this age is to make sin seem normal and righteousness strange. And here's what I've learned, and I figured this out. God is about to raise up voices across these college campuses. I call them the unqualified. Those that will stand up and declare holy truth as the nobodies, as his mouthpieces. Because for years, we've let 
The campuses do their own thing. And we've let professors, I recently prophesied to a young man on the phone last week and I said, I see you being attacked in the middle of your college classroom. He starts weeping. He said, I made a stand for Christ and I got attacked. I said, here's what the difference is. We must teach them to make a stand with the power and the demonstration. Now back to what you said, because we're losing a generation. 89% are walking away from God when they go to the campuses. Here's what we got to do. We have got to get some, I, I said it recently, I was speaking and I said, it's time for missionaries to come back to America. I said, our nation needs missionaries. We have to release the nobodies, the unqualified, the remnant back to the campuses to, to lead moves of God like we saw in the 60s and 70s. There used to be great outpourings of God on those campuses. You had a revelation from God that is so significant about the unqualified when he shares this revelation and the teaching that's developed, what happens to young people? Immediately a holy boldness rises up in them and they understand that what they've been through is an indication of who they're called to. That's how you defeat the enemy. You take the, the stuff you've been through and it becomes your testimony. And when we start sharing this, they start weeping. I have pastors calling me that are hearing this message weeping because it is the failure spirit that, with, that holds back the great ones. The ones, I, I had an encounter with God a while back and I was preaching in Gettysburg and he woke me up and that heaviness that was on me and that I've battled with for years. And the Lord said, go dance before me in Gettysburg. I went out to the battlefield and he said, go dance where others have died. I started dancing before the Lord. I put my wife on, uh, you know, FaceTime on my phone and I said, nope, this was three years ago. Because even though I preached all over the world, traveled two million miles, I always battled that failure spirit. So when we're in services and I share that and we see people, suddenly they start going, he, he can use me, a nobody, 80 years old, 18 years old. I'm seeing it. We're having senior adults come running up. You mean I'm not supposed to just die? God still has. I said, are you still alive? Yeah, apparently you're still alive because if you went to heaven right now, either your crown would be too big or too small. When we come back, I'm going to let him release that prophetic word. And I'm going to tell you, you are not plan B. You are an original. You're not an echo. Come on. <laughs> You're a voice. You have significance. Yes. Be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Our world is rife with comparisons about what separates us. Day after day, we go about our lives with tunnel vision. But Scripture tells us how Messiah broke down the wall between Jew and Gentile, allowing for the creation of one new man, one new humanity. This spiritual completeness is set to usher in the greatest move toward God the world has ever known. Sid Roth has discovered Scripture's key to reaching the Jewish people with God's love. One new humanity opens the door for God to move in signs and wonders, and all will see the evidence of the invisible God promised in Scripture. At SidRoth.org, you'll find mentoring tools to empower you to share how one new humanity is critical to bringing multitudes to know God. You'll understand Israel and the Jewish roots of the church and how all the nations of the earth will experience blessings unseen in human history. Log on to SidRoth.org today and learn how one new man is the key to unlocking God's greatest blessings. We now return to It's Supernatural. Pat, you're, you're minding your own business. 
and God gives you a revelation that is changing lives all over the world. Yeah. It's the revelation of the unqualified. Right. What, what, what happened? I was driving down the road one day and I'm in my city and I was running to the post office for my wife and I'd just been talking to some key prophetic voices and I pull into the post office and the Spirit of the Lord overwhelms me and I begin to weep. He said, get your phone out. So I pulled out my phone with a little pad on it and the Lord began to speak to me. He said, Pat, I'm about to raise up the unqualified. These are the ones that will confound what it really means to be qualified. He said, they will come and they will stand for truth against those that have learned to live with maintenance faith versus miraculous faith. And I begin to weep. I'm sitting in the car. And then he goes on to tell me, he said, they will shake up the kingdom from the north, south, east, and west. I will bring forth new voices of nobodies, what the world calls oops and accidents. You know, I always say there's no such thing as an illegitimate child. I've met many illegitimate parents, but he's going to raise up the ones that have been thrown away. They're going to be voices that rise up and people go, where in the world did they come from? And when they say no way, he screams Yahweh because God is about to use the ones that everyone else discounted. Then he said to me, Pat, they're not plan B. They are my valued. They are the value of the Lord. So I began to weep and it overwhelms me because I personally thought, why in the world would you use me, God? And that's the way. You know what I found out? From cover to covers, I went deep into it. Everyone in the Bible was unqualified that was greatly used. He doesn't use the professionals. He uses the nobodies. You know, we have a generation of fine believers that have become professional. That's right. And God wants to get all the glory. So he's going to even use you. He's going to even use that's me. Right. Guess what? He takes pride in raising up the unqualified. Yes. So you're telling me someone with no education, no money, doesn't speak properly, may even have a speech impediment. Yeah. Tell me, what, if there's a hope for them? The only hope for them is through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's who God's raising up, the ones that have had encounters with God. And here's the qualification for being used by God today. You have to have a limp called brokenness. You have to walk through the wilderness, the wilderness of isolation and, and confrontation and then consecration. And then He separates you from the world. And you make a stand for truth, for power, for uh, the power of the Holy Spirit, for the anointing, for the love. And again, what I'm finding out is right now, Sid, these people that have been sitting on the sidelines for so many years, sitting Christians hatch hypocrites. They got to rise up. They got to do something. Get to heaven with nothing left to do. I always say when I get to heaven, I don't want my lifestyle to change. But I also believe when I get to heaven, I want to be able to walk in and say, I'm done. I did what you told me to do. Everyone that is watching this show needs to ask God, get a pen and paper out. Go to bed with a pen and paper beside their bed. He'll speak to them in dreams. He'll give them prophetic word and start out saying, Lord, take me, take me. And here's the big thing I've learned. The greatest royalty in the kingdom of God usually comes broken. It's the Mephibosheths that have been dropped, but they have a place at the king's table. No matter what you've been through, the hand of God has been on you. And it may have felt like he wasn't, but the whole time he was screaming, come on, come on, I've still got you. I'm still with you. And those are the ones that God will raise up because they confound those that thought they had it figured out. Give me a key scripture for they unqualified. Ah, there's a bunch. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 4, we're the Messiah's misfits. It's in the Message Bible. I love that because I was a misfit. You should have saw my report cards. And, uh, <laughs> and all my report cards said, talks too much Did dangerous. Did you really feel you were unqualified? My whole life. My whole life. Even 
preaching to tens of thousands, I'd go back and say, why are you using me? But 1 Corinthians 1, verse 26 through 28, set me free. Uh, I love it in the Message Bible. I love it in the NIV as well because it says he'll confound the wise with the foolish. But 1 Corinthians 1, verse 26 through 28 says, take a good look, friends, at who you were when you got called into this life. I don't see many of the brightest and the best. I don't see many of the most influential or from influential families. He said, God takes what the world culture ignores and uses to change humanity. That's, that's us. If you knew my story, you'd shout with me. If you knew where we came from, that's all of us. We've all got stories. We've all got mistakes we've made. We've all got history books, but he rewrote our book, the Bible says. In fact, he's been writing the chapters of our life. So uh, one of the things I always say is we are God's hashtag. You know, in Twitter and Instagram, it's they win the ball game. Hashtag we're the champions. My whole life has hashtags. I'm the finishing work of the Lord, meaning I am his kiss to humanity. He trusted me to come and be born at this moment in time. So my life is hashtag I'm an overcomer. Hashtag my God is big. So no matter what it says back here. The hashtag changes everything. We are God's voice of power and authority. You have the power and authority to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You should be a roaming upper room. When you walk into places, demons ought to be diving out windows. What, because is, what, is, what is the greatest hindrance? Yeah. <laughs> what is the greatest hindrance to being used by God in your opinion? I honestly believe with all my heart it's insecurity and fear. Because those things, it's the root of everything. Until you get past the mirror and start looking out the window of harvest and realize it's not about you, that you are God's rag in his hands that's sent to clean up the messes, the greatest hindrance is rising up and realizing, number one, God likes you. His Holy, the Holy Spirit is proof that God wants to be your friend. But then number two, that God has been waiting on you. You're not an oops. You're not an accident. You're his voice that he's raised up. Wherever you're at, global, that's the world in your backyard. Change the atmosphere. Start doing things that no one else does. Pray. Walk your yard. Reclaim your land. Lay hands on your children. Walk through your house. Turn on worship. Pray in the Spirit. Wash your kids' feet. Do what others won't do, and God's going to blow your mind and allow you to do things others never could. Now, Pat, a pastor recently called you uh, that showed the video of the last time you were on It's Supernatural. What right. happened? It was amazing. A pastor uh, called our office, and they're showing the expert excerpt, last time I was with you, of you and I talking about God's holy remnant and all that. There's a lady sitting there that had been sent home from the doctor to die of cancer. Now, I didn't know this lady or anything like that. They send her home to die of cancer. She comes to service, a Tuesday night Bible study. They're showing mine and your video, radically healed instantly of cancer. She goes home. The strength's coming back to her body. Things are starting to happen. And I guess at some point she began to look. She's a cutter. No one knew it. All her scars disappeared. Last time you or I were on the show together. There's people that are watching this show today. I believe with all my heart they're going to be healed in their bodies. Why? Take your hand and put it around the back of your Savior and fill those scars. Those were for you and I. We have the power to walk in divine health. Why? Because he chose me and you. We're, we, we're, we're the joy set before him. Realize you are full of joy. I, I wanted to tell you something. Pat had a clear vision of the future of America. And when he comes back, I'm going to have mm -hmm. him share this with you. And you will be as shocked as he was when he had that vision. I also may turn him loose to do whatever God tells him to do. Uh -huh. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Now, Pat, you have told me that this new book yeah. that is the most important book you've ever written. Mm. And not only that, my staff independently agreed. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, this message that God birthed in my spirit, it, it came over a season, over many years of seeing how the enemy loves to cripple God's anointed. There are people that are sitting out there that need to understand that God is raising up the unqualified. Sid, he's raising up the ones that have been sitting on the sidelines, the wounded, the ones that have walked through things. They've made mistakes, but he is raising up the ones that are anointed for such a time as this. He is raising them up. It's going to break out. He gave me a prophetic word that he is going to raise up all over America, the unqualified. I believe God's done with using the professionals. He is going to use the ones that are desperate for him. He's going to use the ones that understand that he takes you on a journey. And that journey is, man, the enemy wants to stop you. From the moment you were born, you were on the devil's radar. But God will take you and you'll have encounters and begin to rise up and walk with authority. You know, even in this, in this book, uh, the, the Lord began to burn in my spirit. He said, son, I'm going to raise up the ones that everyone else calls the oops and the accidents but I call them my favorite. God uses the scarred. He uses the messed up ones. There, there's some of you watching right now. You feel you're unqualified. Mm. Well, I'm going to tell you, some of you are going to be on my television program. <laughs> and I want you to say, that's me. Yeah. I want you to say that right now. That's me. Once you get this teaching of the unqualified, what kind of feedback are you getting, even though it's brand new? Well, you know, it's been amazing. I mean, I've had pastors call me that are sitting and weeping saying, I have read your book two and three times straight through, sitting in, in settings and realizing that this book represents their life. I even share in this book about how the Lord made me because I dealt with it for years, feeling unqualified, preaching to thousands, ministering to thousands. And I'm getting calls from people, texts from people that got early release of this book that are saying, you are describing my life and instantly having visitations of the Holy Ghost where God is ripping things off of them. Listen, if you're, if you're watching this you are, and you're the unqualified, God has handpicked you. What you've been through is a great indication of who you're called to. And this book takes you on a journey from having an ah sovereign Lord moment, the encounter where I tell of the dream of a wave that is coming to America where you have to declare that God is sovereign. And then I even write a chapter in the book about where uh, for so many years, why in the world would God use me? And I get very real and very honest and that royalty comes broken. Sometimes the most anointed people have the most scarred past, but it, I begin to share. I've, I've said I even put 43 prophetic words in here, such as the unqualified understand without the active work of the Holy Spirit in their life, they'll become an echo instead of their instead of God's voice of deliverance, or the fact that the unqualified would be, would rather be in a room of the hungry and desperate than a giant stadium full of the satisfied. We're the unqualified. We're the ones that God is walking and stirring and saying, "I can use you now." It's, it is the oops and the accidents. It is the nobodies that's rising up. And I've received message after message. There's a lot of stories in here. Message after message of people that are saying, as I was reading your book, I began to weep and I felt things fall off of me. You talk about the unqualified entrepreneur. You did a special CD for us mm. on this. I mean, we're in times where people are panicking. They're storing food and shotguns. And they think the dollar's gonna collapse. 
But that's not what you think. I don't believe that at all. Here's why. I believe it is time for the church. For so many years, we have allowed the, 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 the giftings in the church to serve the world. It's time for those giftings to serve the body of Christ again. Let me say it like this. God began to speak to me. I'm sitting on the beach with my family. I don't relax well. I get up and build sandcastles. I look at my wife and daughter and, and I just go, how do y'all do that? How do you just sit here? And I'm sitting on the beach this summer and all of a sudden the spirit of the Lord begins to speak to me. I'm about to raise up unqualified entrepreneurs. You do understand that the Bible speaks in Revelation 1 and chapter 5 uh, that priestly kings, we try to put those as two separate words, but that's who we are. We're a royal priesthood. And God began to speak to me. He said, son, you preach on revival, you preach on truth, on repentance, on restoring the Father's heart, but you've never realized that I want to bless people. And I want you to tell them that they are the finishing work. I'm going to begin to pour things into them. You know, Noah, knowing that it was going to rain, built an ark. God is going to give you the ability to create wealth. He takes joy in the prosperity of his children. And God began to burn in me, Sid. He said, son, tell them that I'll give them dreams. I'll give them visions. I'll give them the ability to, to, to write books, to start businesses. And so, the very CD that you're going to get is sweeping around America. I have had entrepreneurs, wealthy entrepreneurs saying, how did you figure out these secrets? I've had people that come up to me, literally six different couples came up to me this summer when I shared the, the unqualified entrepreneur and said, you just saved our marriage because God needs you to understand. He wants to bless you. The wealth and the, uh, uh, is stored up in the house of the righteous. He is going to raise up the ones that have been sitting there struggling, finding Financially. He's going to raise up the ones that have always worked for the man, which, and there's a lot of wisdom in the book about how to do that because I share about that. But even on the CD, that there's a journey to the process of God blessing you. He anointed me and said, son, I'm going to use you uh, to be an entrepreneur. I said, Lord, that's not my gifting. I'm a preacher. I'm a writer. He said, no, watch what I do. If you get this CD, it will transform your life. You know, the more disadvantages you have, the more challenges you have, oh, come on. whether you're too old, whether you're too young, whether you're educated, whether you're not educated, the more problems you have, consider this, the devil heaped upon you because he knows how qualified you are. He knows your destiny and he's tried to hold you down and you're actually believing him. It's time that you heard these CDs, you read the book, The Unqualified, and you become the man and woman of God that he created you to be. Get this book quickly. You know why? The greatest move of God's Spirit is upon us. For an investment, of $39 U.S. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at SidRoth.org. That's SidRoth.org. We now return to It's Supernatural! Pat and his wife, without conferring even with each other, That's right. both had the same dream. It was a scary dream, very scary. Tell me about it. Last year on June 1st, I was getting ready to do our summer, summer travel tour and all that. I was actually in Nashville 
and I was sound asleep in the middle of the night. And in the dream, I had this dream. And I, I always say I have, I have a sleep disorder called revelation. I have a lot of dreams. Pray for me. And, <laughs> and we have a lot of prophetic dreams and I write about them and all that. But all of a sudden in a dream, I'm running with my wife and we're running off across a giant map of America, like you would see in a floor, you know, somewhere, a big map of America. And we're running, but there's a wave chasing us and it's crashing and it's scary. And in the dream, I'm weeping and I'm screaming, come on, Karen, we got to get people to safety. We got to get people to safety. And suddenly we were standing at the White House and we ran up the steps and we wrap our arms around the post and the wave hit. Now, I didn't know Karen had also had this dream and wrote it in her prophetic dream manual. I didn't know that. She always gets revelation before me. But anyway, all, all of a sudden, that day I wake up. I have to speak that. It's a Sunday morning. I have to speak. I'm overwhelmed. I'm like, God, you promised in Genesis 9-11 that you would not do this again with a wave. Why did I dream this? All day long, Sunday afternoon, suddenly the Lord speaks to me, Son, what you saw was not judgment. You saw the next wave of revival that is coming to America and it will be wow. the final awakening that is coming. And I began to weep uncontrollably. Since then, I've had this dream over and over of the wave. Others have came to me and said, I've had the wave, but I believe with all my heart. And I know we hear a lot of gloom, despair and agony on me for America and all that. And I do believe our nation's in trouble, but I also believe that every great move of God. Now I did a study on this. And that every 20 years, there's an outpouring of God. And usually it's right before a war or after a war, right before a depression or after depression. Do you know that we're sitting on the 20 year mark right now for the next move of God to hit America? It's going to break out, but I don't believe it'll be in one city in this place. I believe it's going to be hot spots across America. And I was flying in a plane across America uh, a while back late at night. And I saw lights off in the distance in different places. And the Lord said, that's the way revival will hit America. There'll be hot spots. Then there'll be other places that the Holy Spirit walks past. Churches that he no longer stops at. Those that are not preaching truth and standing on God's word. He will be forced to walk by. God can, we cannot put God in our compromised box. He says, let me pour out my spirit. The wave that is coming, it's coming very soon. And it's going to hit our nation. You know, I had a dream similar to that. I dreamt the other night that I went into a shop that made custom surfboards. Now, I've never used a surfboard, <laughs> nor will I ever use a surfboard. <laughs> I but did, but I'm, it wasn't pretty. But, okay, so <laughs> they, they have these custom surfboards, and the thought crossed my mm. mind, am I able to do this? And then the interpretation after I woke up, I am ready. Yeah. I have a custom surfboard that oh. no one else can do. No one else can use it as well as I can. You have a custom surfboard that no one else can use as well as you can. And yes, you are qualified. Come on. Yes, you are qualified. Yes, you are qualified. But right now, you must be like the five wise virgins and accumulate the oil of the Holy Spirit by praying in tongues, having intimacy with God, meditating on the Word. Now is the time to get ready because be as fast as you can blink your eye, Jesus is going to be back. I'm going to turn you loose right now. Yeah. Tell me the most important message God's put on your heart for people right now that feel they're unqualified. Three weeks ago. I had a dream. I'm, I laid down for an afternoon nap. Naps are anointed. I believe that. I lay down for an afternoon nap <laughs> and all of a sudden I was awakened with an explosion in my eyes and I sat up and, and, I, and I, I laid back down for a moment and I saw graves opening. Here's why I would tell you that.
God is about to raise up the ones that he has been waiting to use. The ones the enemy has tried to throw dirt on, but you can't throw dirt on somebody God's not finished with yet. Just look at Jesus. And what you <laughs> got to realize is you are the voice that God has been raising up. And you need to get in that place. He spoke to me right after the wave. He said, kept saying, ah, sovereign Lord, ah, sovereign Lord, ah, sovereign Lord. I couldn't get it out of my spirit for six days. So I began to study it. The ah, is, the ah means holy whale. A holy will. You'll see it all through the scripture. But sovereign Lord means Elohim, Yahweh, the I am. It means declaring that God is bigger than my issues. He's bigger than my problems. The number one attack on the unqualified is the lies of the enemy. He'll tell you you're a failure. You're worthless. You're dumb. You're stupid. Every time he says all those things, just stand up and smile and say, I'm anointed. I am handpicked by God. I was created uniquely and wonderfully. And what you got to realize is the spirit of the Lord is upon you right now. And some of you are dreaming to preach the gospel. Some of you are dreaming to start businesses. Some of you, God says, hand me your dreams. Talk to me. Spend time with me. Cry out to me. Launch this thing. The next wave of a move of God will not be well-known preachers. It will be those that God says that they have fallen down as Isaiah did and said, I am undone. Unwrap me, Lord. That means he was unwrapped to his childhood and fixed. And you fall on your knees in your house right now. Pray in the spirit. Walk through your house. Declare authority right where you're at. God says, and the Lord kept saying that to me, and he took me to Ezekiel 37. I went through all the scriptures of our sovereign Lord. Oh, by the way, all over America, in our founding documents, and all over the very capital uh, and statues, it says sovereign Lord. God is still preeminent over our nation. Blesses the nation whose God is their king. And what you got to realize is, when you get to that place where you say, ah, sovereign Lord, that means he is preeminent. He is the I am. When Moses says, who shall I say sent me to Pharaoh? What do I tell Pharaoh? Tell him the I am. When you get to that place where you say, God is bigger than my issues. He's bigger than my mistakes. He's bigger than my failures. Fall on your knees and cry out and say, God, I am your unqualified voice. Will you use me? Get ready because you're going to begin to have encounters. You're going to begin to see things and he's going to use you. You don't have to kick open doors because I had a dream, another dream. The Lord gave me a dream and I'm looking at the waist of Jesus and I see all these keys on this belt like a janitor. And the Lord suddenly said to me, he said, son, he said in the dream, pick out the key. Little keys open giant doors. Don't always pick the big key. Little keys open giant doors. And I woke up and I said, Lord, and I was weeping in bed and he said, I'll give you whatever key you ask for. You and I, all we got to do is say, Lord, speak to us, talk to us, anoint me, choose me, pray in tongues. Don't even stop. Pray in the spirit when you don't always ask for stuff. Just pray in the spirit. And when you go to thank him, when you go to pray with thankfulness of heart, get your joy back. The enemy is lying to this generation and telling them God cannot use them. But I believe with all my heart, you are the ones that God handpicked. You are the ones that he chose. You're here for right now. And I believe we're the generation that will not see death. We get to stand there when the trumpet call comes. And I'm scared of heights, so he's going to have to give me a pill before the rapture. But you got to understand. <laughs> the, the key to begin the greatest adventure of your life, to be qualified, yes. is to get the qualifier to live big oh. within you. His name is Jesus in Hebrew, Yeshua. He died for your sins. Believe it. Repent. Tell him you're sorry. Ask cry him out, inside and get on with the race. This is a great life. Amen. <laughs> now, Pat, you have told me that this new book yeah. that is the most important book you've ever written. Mm. And not only that, 
my staff independently agreed. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, this message that God birthed in my spirit, it, it came over a season over many years of seeing how the enemy loves to cripple God's anointed. There are people that are sitting out there that need to understand that God is raising up the unqualified. Sid, he's raising up the ones that have been sitting on the sidelines, the wounded, the ones that have walked through things. They've made mistakes, but he is raising up the ones that are anointed for such a time as this. He is raising them up. It's going to break out. He gave me a prophetic word that he is going to raise up all over America, the unqualified. I believe God's done with using the professionals. He is going to use the ones that are desperate for him. He's going to use the ones that understand that he takes you on a journey. And that journey is, man, the enemy wants to stop you. From the moment you were born, you were on the devil's radar. But God will take you and you'll have encounters and begin to rise up and walk with authority. You know, even in this, in this book, uh, the, the Lord began to burn in my spirit. He said, son, I'm going to raise up the ones that everyone else calls the oops and the accidents but I call them my favorite. God uses the scarred. He uses the messed up ones. There, there's some of you watching right now. You feel you're unqualified. Mm. Well, I'm going to tell you, some of you are going to be on my television program. <laughs> and I want you to say, that's me. Yeah. I want you to say that right now. That's me. Once you get this teaching of the unqualified, what kind of feedback are you getting, even though it's brand new? Well, you know, it's been amazing. I mean, I've had pastors call me that are sitting and weeping saying, I have read your book two and three times straight through, sitting in, in settings and realizing that this book represents their life. I even share in this book about how the Lord made me because I dealt with it for years, feeling unqualified, preaching to thousands, ministering to thousands. And I'm getting calls from people, texts from people that got early release of this book that are saying, you are describing my life and instantly having visitations of the Holy Ghost where God is ripping things off of them. Listen, if you're, if you're watching this you are, and you're the unqualified, God has handpicked you. What you've been through is a great indication of who you're called to. And this book takes you on a journey from having an ah sovereign Lord moment, the encounter where I tell of the dream of a wave that is coming to America where you have to declare that God is sovereign. And then I even write a chapter in the book about where uh, for so many years, why in the world would God use me? And I get very real and very honest and that royalty comes broken. Sometimes the most anointed people have the most scarred past, but it, I begin to share. I've, I've said I even put 43 prophetic words in here, such as the unqualified understand without the active work of the Holy Spirit in their life, they'll become an echo instead of their instead of God's voice of deliverance or the fact that the unqualified would be, would rather be in a room of the hungry and desperate than a giant stadium full of the satisfied. We're the unqualified. We're the ones that God is walking and stirring and saying, I can use you now. It's, it is the oops and the accidents. It is the nobodies that's rising up. And I've received message after message. There's a lot of stories in here. Message after message of people that are saying, as I was reading your book, I began to weep and I felt things fall off of me. You talk about the unqualified entrepreneur. You did a special CD for us mm. on this. I mean, we're in times where people are panicking. They're storing food and shotguns. They think the dollar's gonna collapse. 
But that's not what you think. I don't believe that at all. Here's why. I believe it is time for the church. For so many years, we have allowed the, 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 the giftings in the church to serve the world. It's time for those giftings to serve the body of Christ again. Let me say it like this. God began to speak to me. I'm sitting on the beach with my family. I don't relax well. I get up and build sandcastles. I look at my wife and daughter and, and I just go, how do y'all do that? How do you just sit here? And I'm sitting on the beach this summer. And all of a sudden, the Spirit of the Lord begins to speak to me. I'm about to raise up unqualified entrepreneurs. You do understand that the Bible speaks in Revelation 1 and chapter 5 uh, that priestly kings, we try to put those as two separate words, but that's who we are. We're a royal priesthood. And God began to speak to me. He said, son, you preach on revival. You preach on truth, on repentance, on restoring the Father's heart. But you've never realized that I want to bless people. And I want you to tell them that they are the finishing work. I'm going to begin to pour things into them. You know, Noah, knowing that it was going to rain, built an ark. God is going to give you the ability to create wealth. He takes joy in the prosperity of his children. And God began to burn in me, Sid. He said, son, tell them that I'll give them dreams. I'll give them visions. I'll give them the ability to, to, to write books, to start businesses. And so the very CD that you're going to get is sweeping around America. I have had entrepreneurs, wealthy entrepreneurs saying, how did you figure out these secrets? I've had people that come up to me, literally six different couples came up to me this summer when I shared the, the unqualified entrepreneur and said, you just saved our marriage because God needs you to understand. He wants to bless you. The wealth and the, uh, uh, is stored up in the house of the righteous. He is going to raise up the ones that have been sitting there struggling, finding Financially. He's going to raise up the ones that have always worked for the man, which, and there's a lot of wisdom in the book about how to do that because I share about that. But even on the CD, that there's a journey to the process of God blessing you. He anointed me and said, son, I'm going to use you uh, to be an entrepreneur. I said, Lord, that's not my gifting. I'm a preacher. I'm a writer. He said, no, watch what I do. If you get this CD, it will transform your life. You know, the more disadvantages you have, the more challenges you have, oh, come on. whether you're too old, whether you're too young, whether you're educated, whether you're not educated, the more problems you have, consider this, the devil heaped upon you because he knows how qualified you are. He knows your destiny and he's tried to hold you down and you're actually believing him. It's time that you heard these CDs, you read the book, The Unqualified, and you become the man and woman of God that he created you to be. Get this book quickly. You know why? The greatest move of God's Spirit is upon us. For an investment, of $39 US. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at SidRoth.org. That's SidRoth.org. Next week on It's Supernatural. What happens when the devil himself knocks on your door, presents you with disease, family problems, financial problems. But what happens if there is a way to stop him cold? What if it is so easy as saying to a waiter, I didn't order that? My guest says yes. Do you want to find out how? Yes! Yeah. 
Your gifts to this ministry will help Sid air It's Supernatural in Israel 28 times a week and distribute his evangelistic book to the Jewish people worldwide.